You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Yeah, it's Friday. Let's do this. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Powered by mortgagestogo.ca. Always the lowest interest rates in Canada since 2004. Visit mortgagestogo.ca. I know Derek Wills dropped a hero for Nazem Kadri. It reminds me of the best movie line in the history of the cinema from uh, 1990s Cool as Ice starring Vanilla Ice. Drop the zero and get with the hero. <laughs> You're welcome. Lose the old mark and get with the marquee. Yeah. Um, Flames to the 3-2 overtime win last night over the Boston Bruins. It what was an incredibly entertaining game. Mm, oh. It had a lot. That overtime oh. was electric. Why don't they just play top teams all the time? Yeah, no kidding. Like, I I don't understand. Well, I don't know. I don't understand. They're on a run know. right now. They got to play some good teams. Like, they beat the Jets. Okay. Sure. Then they beat the Bruins. Swept them for the season. Now no they problem. The Oilers. Yeah, now they got the Oilers tomorrow night in Edmonton. And then they lose to the Sharks. Really? The Sharks? Like, the Red Wings are good. Like, let's not. They're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, another, yeah. They're another a good big team win yesterday. That was just, a like, a flat game against uh, the Red Wings on that sleepy Saturday afternoon down at the Dome. This is a team that when weird things have happened to them, I don't think that they've been able to necessarily bounce back well. Yeah. Like, when, like, their goaltender is given standard opportunities to make a save and, like, things aren't bouncing off four guys and in the net, they usually respond pretty well. But yeah. They've had some weird ones against some bad teams and have played pretty bad because of it. Well, look, look at the response last night. Jacob Marstrom with that questionable play uh, in, the, in, the, in the first period. Right the middle. Do you know what's so funny? It's like when he's behind the net, he plays the puck pretty well. Like there isn't often he makes a mistake either getting it to his defenseman or getting it up on the glass. Yeah. But lately, when he tries to get it out of the zone, when he was going for those two empty netters, what was that? Uh, back on that road trip coming out of the mm-hmm. break. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday with that, where if that puck gets over the blue line, problem solved. No, You got no problem. Pass Max deep in the zone. You got nothing to worry about. But that's twice now in two separate games where he's tried to get it out of the zone and has completely fanned on the shot and, and obviously ended up in the back of the net. Uh, cool as ice came out in 1991. I knew it was wrong. Mm. It wasn't 1990. Okay. It was 1991. Okay. Listen, you, I like facts. It's important you keep yourself accountable. Yeah. Um, can we find that that audio, please, GVP? It's from Cool as Ice starring Vanilla Ice. Drop the zero and get with the hero. It's an incredible line. Um, so what do the Flames do after Jacob Marstrom does that? And by the way, when you actually see the highlight of that, he snapped it through Marstrom's legs when he was skating back. Like, he just snapped it through his legs. And Marshall just like, oh, my God, wanted to just, like, smash something because he was so frustrated with himself. And then what do the Flames do? They score right away to bail out their goaltender. Moments later. Like, Kadri literally moments later. Those guys have been cooking lately. We talked yep. about them on the show yesterday. Just been on a little bit of a heater here. What's that? I don't know how many points he finished with yesterday, but he had 22 and 20 going into the game. And he was all over the ice yesterday. He gets the Kadri, game winner. Yep. He had the assist on that goal late in the second, late in the first period yep. to get the lead back. Yep, and was really a force for the team for a lot of the game. And that was after he got smoked by Charlie McAvoy on one of the opening shifts of the game because mm-hmm. McAvoy threw a couple of big hits early on and maybe woke the team up a little bit. Yeah, Kadri was getting beat up a little bit last night by the Bruins, but he uh, persevered. And scored the overtime winner. Flames with a 3-2 overtime win last night. Um, we were at the game last night. Big thanks to our man, uh, Peter Hanlon and Pat Steinberg, for hooking us up last night. For going down to the game. Uh, we took our pal Jason Hominick with us, too. And uh, we Mortgages.com. Of... No, that? just kidding. Jason.mortgages. Yes. yeah, that's, that's right. As you hear in the commercials all the time. Um, we, we had him at the game last night. Big thanks to those guys. And I had this observation last night uh, with Jason, and I want to share with our listeners. Mm. And I want to get uh, GVP's take on this. With all the uh, trade speculation just swirling, and I do like to say the word swirling, mm-hmm. around the Calgary Flames, mm-hmm. it's, it's a likable team. Mm-hmm. Like, this team is likable. They got a lot of likable guys. Last year with the whole Sutter thing, and I know it's just not on Daryl, but it seems like this year's addition is a lot more likable than last year's edition. I don't know. Maybe that's just my personal opinion or my view on things, but I feel like I'm pulling for this team based on all the 
the uphill battle surrounding the team, all the trade talk, and yet they go out there and have efforts like they did last night. It's a very likable team. GVP, is this team more likable than last year's team? Uh, I would think so. I, I think the injection of youth has has to do with, with a lot of that. You're you're seeing guys get opportunities Zeri's and in return of Shillington. I think is a big one. Yeah, there's yeah. just a lot of positive things that have happened. I, I would agree with all that. I, I think that's probably the, the biggest reason why I would say. And then you got a couple of guys that didn't want to be here. You get rid of them pretty quick, so that yep. thing didn't really fester too much. Maybe not so much in the Lindholm case, but you weren't sure. going to rush that anyways. Yeah, right. That was handled appropriately. I would say. Uh, and like the, the one thing quickly on Daryl is just that in general, I think that everyone around the organization is a little less ornery. Mm. And I think you can tell in scrums. I think you can tell when you watch scrums. I think you can tell when you listen to them. I think you can mm. tell when you see the players out and about in normal everyday life that there's just a little bit more fun around the team, which I think has made them a little bit easier to cheer for. Now, the games against the lower teams that they, you know, lay an egg. Those aren't very fun. But another part of that, perhaps, George, is the way that they've actually played against good teams. Yes. And in games where maybe fans expect them to go down to the Dome and watch the Bruins rack up a five spot and, and leave disappointed on your hard-earned money. No, in fact, this team has played really well against some of the best teams in the NHL and put on some great shows. So... They're a fun team to watch right now. I don't have any argument with that. They're uh, scoring more, too, which is always fun. Oh, yeah, no, a, a lot more fun. And that uh, there was a lot of atmosphere last night oh, uh, yeah. in the Dome. A lot, a lot of Bruins fans. Mm -hmm. And there was this one obnoxious dude when the Bruins scored their first goal. He was, like, standing right in front of us with that Bruins sweater. And he was just talking into his phone, posting something after the Bruins goal. That and was ugh. the guy that was kind of to the left. Yeah, he was he was up until I was left. trying to make eye contact with you at one point because his beer lid was not on very tight. Oh. And he drank an entire beer with this streaming into his lap every time he went back to take a sip. Well, he was worried about his posts. He yeah, really he was dialed. Media yeah, yeah. Yesterday. Uh, him, and were, the, him and the Nelk boys. Yeah. You have no idea who those guys are. So know, uh, cool. there was a puck that got caught in the netting that came onto our side. Yeah. And then there was a bunch of two heavier old man gentlemen trying to push the guy up to get the puck. And then like this security <laughs> guard comes in. No, no boy, no guys. You ever we, seen, let's not do this. Do you ever see the video of raccoons trying to open a door? Yeah. And they're just kind of jumping against the <laughs> wall. It was like that. <laughs> But uh, the, the kid ended up getting it. A child ended up getting it. We, although we had a Bruins sweater on, which wasn't the best. No. But at least uh, he ended up getting that puck. Do you have my clip yet, uh, GVP? Drop that zero and get with the hero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little attitude when he says like, it, Listen, yeah. if you're out tonight. You know, Rob Van Winkle. You got some. Uh, you think you got some game and you want to uh, talk to the ladies? Let's bust that one out there. Drop that zero and get with the hero. Nothing Boom. like just <sighs> blowing the dust off an old pickup line from 30 years ago. No, it, it's a damn good pickup line. Mm. Um, we got, we're all over this Flames 3-2 uh, win over the uh, Boston Bruins in overtime today. Um, Jack Hand's going to join us. Yes. We're going to talk about um, styles of teams. Tactically, how they play. His new book, Hockey Tactics, came out recently. He does it, uh, I think he's done it for the last three years. It might be one more year than that, but I've bought it for the last couple of years, and it usually comes out right around this time. And essentially what he does is he watches a whole bunch of film, and he analyzes what a coach wants from his team, and he puts it all in a nice book with some diagrams and mm. some nice explanations, and he focuses on key players and different teams and how... Different organizations like to use those key players. It's uh, It's been a really cool resource, actually, for the last few years. And I, I always wish that it was out earlier in the season. Sure. But at the same time, it's a lot of work that goes into what's, this uh, What's the plan of the Sharks on the ice? What's their plan? I don't I don't have it open in front Lose of me. Lose <laughs> It's a good plan. I Lose a lot of games. I yeah. believe that the plan is... Not score. Heck it. And then... Get scored on a lot. Yeah. That's their plan. Although they came into the Dome here, and the Flames had no answer for Philip Zadina when they got here. <laughs> Sunday, like, Sunday skates? I don't yeah. Know. Um, there's lots of stuff to talk about for the game, so we'll talk to we'll talk to Jack Hand coming up at 7 o'clock. Uh, as usual, on Fridays, uh, Frank Saravalli, 7.30, uh, NHL Daily Faceoff. What's the latest on what's he's hearing? His ear to the ground. After like, does yesterday? Does he have a glass against a wall? <laughs> Does that, that doesn't even work? Does that work? 
Does yeah, oh yeah, it does. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You've done that at your at your apartment. You I, just hear what's going listen, on next door. I'm not going to admit to anything, but I just know that it works. Are you into George. espionage, Rose? Is that why you do I'm not that? Into it. I'm okay. involved. All right, with it. it's different. You're a sneaky McSneakerson. That's a huge. That's who you oh, are. And this is kind of making me out to sound like a lurk. I don't really like this. <laughs> like a creep. Yeah. Um, and then lurk. So Brent Cron's going to join us at eight o'clock. So uh, there's a little bit of audible today. Mm. We got a call in Omaha. We told you yesterday we're going to play Flames uh, Hot Seat today. We fibbed. We, yeah, we, little white lie. Yeah, we. Well, it's not like we lied. Brent Cron lied to us, so he can't do. He can't do eight thirty today. <laughs> right under the bus. He can't do eight thirty. He has to go to a school and read to children, <laughs> and talk up like positive stuff, like be like a life coach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing Something like that. He can explain to us what he's doing today because yeah. I half listened on what he had to do, but he he has to go talk to school children today at eight thirty. So we can't play Flames Hot Seat with him. So we're gonna move it to like a couple weeks from now. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be good because apparently we're gonna get it filmed, and then you could see Brent Cron suffering eating super hot stuff. I'm really excited for the video aspect. Yeah, of this. see how it turns out. We can yeah. put it on the socials. Yeah, exactly. Right? The socials talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, we'll wrap up the week with our lock of the day and then, uh, plays of the week. How did we do last night in our locks? George, you did not hit yours. No. This is Lazio beat Torino. Uh, Torino was all over him too, in the, especially in the first half. Just couldn't finish their chances. I think Torino was Torino. Yeah. And, uh, Maddie, both the lightning and the stars lost. Uh, I'm killing it with curling. Uh, Carrie Anderson destroyed Newfoundland. Do you know what's funny is I kind of wanted to grab the senators yesterday. Thought this uh, is a team right. that, that wins yep. weird spots. They were like mm. plus one fifty. Should have taken it. Okay. Uh, GVP hit his stars look like Devin garbage. Booker twenty six and a half over, and Cron missed the Cavs money line. GVP, oh, you want to just okay. do two picks, and I can just take credit for one of them from now on out. That's all right. Uh, we're we're uh, February is quickly coming to an end. And uh, Manny might have to write another myfrontpagestory.com. He isn't last again. You know what I you what I realized because I'm already thinking about this. I'm going to run out of content by, like, April. Yeah. I'm going to be writing so many damn nice things about yeah. you guys. I'm going to have to start making stuff up. I think, I think it's right. beautiful. I think right it's now beautiful. it's about GVP you'd be writing it about. Oh, okay. Again? Yeah. I, I want to get on a heater here because I really want you to do it about I me. roll. Oh, we also... Uh, that we would also... be so hard for me. Yeah, I know. That's why uh, we also got to figure out when we're going to roast me <laughs> yeah. to own up to the best. Yes. Because that worked out perfectly. Like, I finished last... In our NFL big bets, but I still finished over 500. So it's not like I was terrible or anything, but I still get roasted. So it's the perfect scenario for me. So Eric Francis says he's willing to roast me. Frank Cron's willing to roast me. You mm-hmm. guys can't wait to get a piece. So it's going to be fun. I, I don't know. Who else should we have in? Uh, like, I'm sure if we put the flag up, people will come out of the woodwork. Yeah. I think Frank would want to do that. Frank might come in. Yeah, yeah. Have a little bit of a rip. Well, we'll have our, if we're doing it on the 22nd of March, which you suggested, That's beer which league is the day. beer league day. Yes. Frank's already on with us. Brent would likely be on with us. Mm. Uh, no, he wouldn't, actually. But we could bring him in. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's nail that down and let's have, uh, the roast of George Russick on uh, the big show. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you got lots coming up in the uh, the old Rose Report. Um, I want to definitely talk about Kuzmenko because he played two more minutes than I did last night in the third period. We'll get to that. Uh, in the <laughs> in the uh, and and I did make a comment to Maddie last night. I go, I don't even think Kuzmenko's sweating. That's what I said to him. I go, he looked. He looks pretty fresh out I don't there. Know. I don't know he how much fresh. sweating he does. Yeah, but he looked fresh. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think he was really chugging out there. He got he had the one opportunity that Allmark flashed a leather on him. And yeah, it was a nice shot. In the second him, period made him look mid, and then he had the wraparound try that was a turnover, and and then he's like, I'm went good. the other way, and, and then like, and then it was crickets. I'll go, I'll go have a couple twirls in the third period, and then that's it. So uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about that. Dude, we'll get Frank's opinion mm-hmm. on Kuzmenko as well. Because, like, all, all, like, I don't know, does Ryan uh, Huska have a quote-unquote doghouse? I don't know if he has a, a doghouse per se, but uh, if there is a candidate to be in Chateau Bow Wow, yeah. it would be uh, Kuzmenko right now. <laughs> Only Walker Dewar played less than him last yeah. night. Yeah, and uh, again, that that's fine because he's a guy that he's under contract, 
Mm-hmm. I'm sure. If, I'm sure if some team came calling about Kuzmenko, they would listen, and they'd be like, "Oh, what do you? What do you? Okay, we'll see. We'll see if we we would like to do that." But uh, very interesting times around Andre Kuzmenko. Um, there was some breaking news last night. I don't know if you guys saw this. It was trending uh, because I'm I'm all about the trends. I'm I'm just on social media all night. Just, I saw a lot of things on X trending? yesterday. What's there, trending George. on X or Twitter? I still don't call it X because it's weird to me. It is different. Because what do I call a, a tweet? It's still a tweet, isn't it? Mm, or is whoa. it just a post? I think it's just a post. That's a fail. Well, of, that's a fail of branding. All I'm if seeing it's is still a tweet. All the completely rebranded. All the bird branding is gone from Twitter. So yeah. I don't think it's called a tweet anymore. No more tweets. I'll tell you what. I've never typed x.com in a search yeah, bar. Peace, eh? Yeah. So um, <laughs> uh, your boy flew. Uh, your boy flew home. Yeah. To Calgary on uh, Wednesday night on a very discounted airline because it's cheap. Oh, that just... discounted airline blew up last night and went out of business. Oh. I'm like, oh, I dodged a bullet there. You got one of the final laps? In. Yeah, they pretty got, much. Yeah, I should have had my more... finger in the air going, hey. They've got the weekend and then they're out. So apparently, uh, and this is for our listeners too, apparently if you've booked a, a flight on Lynx Air, uh, here's, their, um, here's their statement from last night. Tremendous work was put into the launch, growth, and expansion of Lynx Air over the past two years, offering a low-cost, seamless travel experience. Mm. For Canadians, <laughs> mm. uh, the compounding financial pressures associated with inflation, fuel costs, exchange rates, cost of capital, regulatory costs, and competitive tension in the Canadian market have ultimately proven too steep a mountain for our organization to overcome. Mm-hmm. It is with a heavy heart we announce Lynx's their departure from the skies. We hope in our absence that our vision to inspire more Canadians to fly leaves its mark on our passengers. So they're shutting down. So if you booked a flight with Lynx in two or three months from now, I, I'm not a I'm not an aviation expert in any way, or I'm I'm not a savvy businessman. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm gonna say your flight's probably not gonna happen. I am literally logging in right now, seeing what I booked to. Uh oh. You're going to Toronto. No, ex- no upcoming trips. That's not right. Yeah, I'm supposed to go to Toronto. Hmm. I'm gonna find the information here. Yeah. So uh, Lynx is done. So we were doing some, and it's a Calgary-based air. airline. Yeah, they're based out of Calgary, mm-hmm. and uh, they're 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 shutting the doors down because your boy was almost left like you know the John Travolta meme where he's looking around and nobody's yeah. here. Like I pretty much could have happened to me a Wednesday night at the airport. Luckily, I got back and I'm gonna miss sixty dollars flights. I'm not gonna lie to you. Flair, are they still here? Flair's still here. Flair's okay. still here we're for still now. Good. Yeah, fingers crossed. As long as I make it past, like... Just don't bring some golf clubs. As I make it past August 9th, I'm going to be fine. Okay. All right. Uh, what do you got coming up in the Rose Report? Oh, George, so much yesterday. Is it Heaps meaty? of hockey. Is it beefy? You know, Juicy. when there's 11 games in the NHL, we we going to have a few things to talk about. Highlights so. and lowlights from the night before? Yes. That's the spot goes? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what the spot says. Yep. Yeah. Uh, some Jay's audio, maybe. Ooh. Yeah, a little. Vladdy uh, looking good. Rappy Manoa's action. F- Manoa's focused. <laughs> Don Varshall's going to bunt with runners in scoring position and be the third catcher on the team. Okay, go ahead. And uh, some golf and some local notes as well. Oh, watch Dalton Varshall win the MVP this season. I'm going to eat all my words. You know what? I'd like to see it. To be a snowball's chance in hell, but I like to see it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm I'm fascinated by this season. I've really enjoyed listening to the return of Blair and Barker. Barker has been Oh yeah, he's so he's, just cranked up to an eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Blair when they come on our show, it's the best. They have guys in the dugout, I have no idea what they do. Like <laughs> seriously, man. Yeah. In a playoff game, him and Barker like, who is that guy? What is he doing there? Yeah. What is that man yeah. doing? And you know what? Like is that I Connor will say, Stallions? What's he doing there? I will say this. When Buck explained to us what the offensive coordinator meant, I'm like, okay. I'm at, least, in. at least, yeah, at least I know what that is. He's like, so Don Mattingly's not responsible for anything defensively anymore or yeah. worried about the other team's runners. All he has to worry about is hitting, is talking to the guys about hitting and, and showing them on the iPad. Hitting, hitting, hitting. Appa- okay. Appa- All right. Apparently, he had a very passionate speech to the batters the other day. Okay. And he was they not got very jacked up. Well, he's not very happy with some of the things he was seeing early on in camp. Yeah. So he's already uh, tuning them up pretty good. Uh, real quick, too. Uh, if you want to have some fun, uh, uh-huh. go look at the pants and the uniforms. Oh, my goodness. These players are wearing. I wish that we had a little bit more of a video medium so that we could 
share some of these and, yeah. and really enjoy them as a as a group as a mm. show including our, our listeners yeah. but you're just gonna have to trust us on this one that there was a lot of so last year nike tight pants last year or the year before nike took over with the with nike the took over in 2020 right so they had uh you see the nike and that was okay but now fanatics is involved Fanatics. Nobody complained about the Nike jerseys when they came out because they were still being produced on the old template. They just threw Nike branding on it. Right. So now apparently Fanatics is involved. It still has the Nike swoosh on it, but uh, Fanatics is involved and everything is so ridiculously ill fitting. Mm. It's like you ordered something. It's like you ordered a jersey from Wish. Yeah. That's essentially what or it Timu. is. You're like, I have no idea what size I am. Do I have to order a quadruple X? Or do I have to order a medium? I have no idea what it is. That's essentially what's going on with baseball uniforms. And they're not happy about it. And we were kind of talking about this last night. What does this ultimately mean for hockey sweaters next season when Fanatics takes over? You look at some of the nameplates of some of these players. It looks horrendous. Oh, yeah. Terrible. It and looks like I sewed it on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to have uh... like my sew my sewing game non-existent. It looked like I did it. You're going to end up with name bars flapping in the wind. It yeah. is going to be yeah, like no I no good. Like I just peeking into the uh, not so distant future. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what it looks like. Uh, the fanatic stuff. We also got some tickets to give away today. Yes, we do. We got some roughneck tickets to give away. How many are we giving away? Two pairs. Two pairs of tickets. Yeah, brother. So uh, let's unleash a text topic. Coming up at 7 o'clock. And then let's play Texty McTexerson with your text messages. Maybe even mix in a phone call at 8.30. We haven't done that in a while from our from our listeners. You know we always like to give away stuff to people who call in. Oh, yeah. And tell us about their day and what they're doing. Roughnecks the big game. Philly in town on the weekend. The Philadelphia Wings? Yes, sir. Boom. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. What's the new team called? The Newfoundland. Nope. And Labrador. No. We talked about it yesterday. Sailors oh, on the show. They're going to Ottawa. Yeah. The Ottawa Big Bears, Black oh, Bears. There you, there you go. Okay, nailed it. Ottawa Black Bears. Dialed. Yeah. Guy is locked in. Yeah, I am locked in. Um, my cousin's married to the guy who does uh, the PA at the Roughneck Games. That's a loose Matt. connection. Hell yeah. Yeah. Shout out. You know, like yeah, I sh- I big sh- dog Matt. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you want to go to a game? Like, I guess we met them last year when we yeah. went to the uh, be like St. Patrick's. It's a fun game. Party. No, it I is. This one, I, do they play on uh, St. Patty's Day again? That's oh yeah, game. That's they always game. do. Okay, so I'll get us. <laughs> it's a. How about I reach out to them and get us in there? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Let's do the uh, the Rose Report next, where Maddie will play the highlights and the lowlights. Flames win 3-2 in overtime last night. I just watched this video of the 2024 MLB All-Star jerseys with Fanatics in charge. And it's the scene from Dodgeball when they come out in the BDSM (laughs) gear. It's a tough look on some of these guys. It's it's awful. It's terrible. There's there's a lot of silhouettes of stuff. Yeah, Let's just put it there. (laughs) I don't know. What was that? I didn't hear it. Small balls. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> On some dudes. On some of them. I All don't right. know. Okay. <laughs> Let's do the road support next. It's the big show. It's George. It's Matt. It's Patrick. It's GVP. No Connor today. No. I guess one day of training is enough. You're ready. Just throw him a throw him nah, in the, need him in the oh. afternoon because everybody in the afternoon's off or something like that. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, they need help in the afternoon. Yeah, they need a lot more help, I guess. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll go host a show. Yeah, I mean, we'll all go host a Why show. Why not? Sportsnet today with George Russick. Yeah. I could do that. Oh, yeah. We just. Why not? Play some audio. Yeah. And then I'll be like, hey, on the big show this morning and just replay all the just interviews. Replay that we all did. your stuff. Yeah. yeah. Man, you should hear Frank Cervalli from this morning. <laughs> I Here had a great <laughs> chat with Frank. Here it is again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we really killed it with Frank this yeah. morning. Play it again. <laughs> All right, Flames win 3-2 in overtime. Super fun game. We'll talk about it. Kuzmenko doesn't play. Markstrom's still a stud. And Nazem Kadri's been really good lately. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's what you can talk to your to your buddies about at work today. Thanks for finishing the morning report okay. for me. We can just skip the next segment. No, we're just going to play the lowlights. Uh, it's next. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. The fan. Drop that zero and get with the hero. Oh, hi. Oh, hi there. It's a Friday. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. The fan. Powered by mortgages to go.ca. 
always the lowest interest rates in Canada since 2004. Visit mortgagestogo.ca at the top of the hour. How do the Calgary Flames play? What's their plan of attack? Tactically, how do they attack the rest of the National Hockey League? We'll talk to uh, Jack Han, hockey con- uh, consultant, author of uh, Hockey Tactics 2024. He'll join us at the top of the hour. Should be an interesting conversation with Jack. Yeah, he's got a good little thing on Logan Stankoven and Maverick Bork as well. Mm. On his socials? Yes. Mm. We'll talk to Frank Cervalli at 730. He Perhaps thinks, a future flame. He thinks both could be massive pieces for their Stanley Cup run. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know if I... It's going to be hard for them to help the stars in the Stanley Cup when they get traded to the front. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? And the Chris Tanev <laughs> deal? And uh, the Cobra will slither his way in for the uh, 8 o'clock hour. Brent Cron in studio. And we're giving away two pairs of Roughneck tickets coming up at 8.30. We'll unleash the text topic at 7. But right now, yes, we'll play the highlights and the lowlights of the night before. It's the Rose Report brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match, and then they'll beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Matty Rose. Oh, hello, friends, and welcome aboard. We got lots to get to ahead of uh, the weekend for you couple of games coming up. You get the Flames and the Oilers, little Battle of Alberta up the QE2 tomorrow. Jays continuing to go through spring training. First game coming up tomorrow. Raptors back at it. We've got some Jolf as well. So let's go ahead and uh, dive right in. We got lots of stuff. We'll start with your Calgary Flames taking on the Bruins. Second meeting since the All-Star break. Calgary caught Boston sleeping out of the break. But They've been really good on the road recently. 7-0-3 points in their last 10 road games as they entered Calgary. Coming off an OT win over Edmonton the night before. No changes to Calgary's lineup. Jacob Pelche still not ready to go. Markstrom between the pipes. He was facing Linus Allmark for Boston. A little bit of a tease for later in the show. Brent Cron, not the biggest fan of old oh Linus. Oh boy. I wonder if he's going to come out guns a-blazing like he was last night to us. Hard to find yeah. someone who was as unimpressed with yes Linus in the dome yesterday yeah we'll get into it with Brent a little bit later on in the show just after eight o'clock flames took in the business how about that flames took advantage of the Bruins on the second half of a back-to-back had the heavy edge in shots early on and eventually they would break through now Sharon Govich has got it speeds out to center slides it right wing side here's Kuzmanko dropping Chillington he shoots he scores Oliver Shillington has now scored in back-to-back games. He makes a great play on Trent oh. Frederick against the rush on the defensive side of the ice, hops into the rush the other way, catches that pass, and rips it into the net. Like you heard in the call, his second goal in as many games. Um, the thing I did love the most is, uh, do you know that the kids call it a, a celebration, a celly? A celly, yeah. Uh-huh. I love the quote, celly. By Shillington. The little, uh, the little glove. The hand spin. Yeah, it was really good. And it was really good. And he's starting to really come into his own. Before you move there, okay. Eric Francis asked Oliver about his celebration after oh, the game. Okay. Oliver, this, this signal here is the universal sign for all by the next round. Is that is that, that was part of your goal celebration? No, it was, it was another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get that, okay. get that light on again. All right. Oh, the kid's back. Turn on the red light. Man, I know we, we keep uh, talking about this story, but it's such a damn good one. The smile on his face, too, when he scored that goal. I can't get enough was incredible i can't um, get enough like i don't want to i don't want to poo poo on anything i don't want to rain on anybody's feels parade. like you're about to poo poo something but i just because it's the business of hockey oh god what are you doing here no no i'm saying like would you be surprised if they offered a, if we hear a contract extension with him before the trade deadline because he's a, he's an unrestricted free agent this is funny because, like, after he scored, I had people text me. My It was my brother, and he said, give him the longest deal people, they could possibly. It was exclusively I, I, my very, brother. It's very my, important oh, people texting me. She only did scores. My phone was blowing up. But, it was actually only my brother. But yeah. the point stands. He he said, sign him long term. 
And I don't even know where you start with that number. This is a guy who yeah, hasn't I, played in two years. He's come yeah. back and he's looked good. He's looked a lot like the former player he was. But where do you go from there? Bridge deal? Two so, years? Well, I, I don't know if it's a bridge at this point well, yeah, with the age really he's at. You, yeah, he's a bridge is what you do so he doesn't get to UFA years. Yeah, he's only 26. I don't know. Are, is another team going to try and okay. throw a long-term again, deal again, at him? I don't, like, want, I don't want to poo-poo on this story because it's so nice. But hockey is a business. Like, I don't know what he's thinking. Like, I, the organization has done a remarkable job in giving him all the time needed to come back here. I'm not saying he owes anything to the organization because no, no, it's still no. a business. My but, biggest but, question is, what is that dollar? Like, what? Yeah, like, what like, is it? Are they are they going to re-sign him? Are we going to hear? Oh, they're going to re-sign him for sure. Okay, but the like, question is, my biggest question is, what is the dollar and what is the term? I assume sure. it's something low term, but even then, I don't know what the dollar number is. He's at what two point two right now? Is he four? Is he five? Because his ceiling is a second pair defenseman. Yes. I think that's fair. Yeah. With the power play. I, st- I still like just the limited time that I've really watched Oliver mm-hmm. Shillington here. Like there is, you see flashes of that skating, the offensive upside that the yeah. modern defenseman. Yes. That uh, he's a guy that potentially I still think there's maybe a lot more to his game. And the guy didn't play. Obviously, we know the story. And you can see that he's after that, you know, first start, first game, all the adrenaline kind of hit a bit of a lull, which is expected because you got to get back up to speed at the NHL level. Mm-hmm. But now he's really finding his footing on that blue line. And him and Pahal has been a nice little pair here. Maybe we haven't talked about that enough with the Calgary Flames. But I'm like, again, that's that's how my stupid brain works. I'm like, well, what what now? Like, but these are champagne problems for Oliver Shillington and the Calgary Flames. He's back. He's playing. He's seemingly enjoying, loving the game. Even that clip you just played with Francis, it's great. It's good that we're talking about what is the long-term future for Oliver Shillington with the Calgary Flames. These are good problems to have. It was another one. Yeah, see? It's good problems. Flames led 1-0 off the Shillington goal. A nice one as well. Kind of vintage Shillington, if you will. Uh, unfortunately, bit of an oopsie late in the frame. Hockey is going to slide into the Flames zone. Markstrom out to get it. Gives it away. Coyle shoots and scores. Oh, I can't do that. Yeah, no. Just oh. uh, need to get that one over the blue line. Yeah. It's, Up over the head. Uh, this, this is the second game where I've sat down low in the lower bowl. Uh-huh. That Jacob Markstrom's done that. Oh, he really? did it against the Habs when yeah. I was sitting in the lower bowl. I'm like, what the, What just happened? And then last night, what just happened? He's so distracted by your musk. Is that what it is? That's got to be it. Oh. Flames got it right back. And now Zeri will play the puck to Cadre. who cuts to the middle. Cadre returns it to Zeri. who kicks it to his stick and shoots his top rebound. They score! Cadre and the kids connect. Martin Pospisil knocks the pocket of the Bruins net. Jumps on a rebound off the nifty backhand from Zeri. Flames led 2-1 into the intermission. Into the second period. This is where the goalie started to show out. First a chance for Andre Kuzmenko. Flames are buzzing. Anderson to Kuzmenko who shoots. And Allmark makes a terrific trapper stop. Yeah, best stop of the game for Linus Allmark. We'll get Brent's thoughts on that later on. But a lot more choices from the other end of the ice. Back to McAvoy, who shoots, that shot's tipped, and stop, and then the rebound is stopped by Markstrom, who stops Zaka from point-blank range. 30 seconds left in the Flames penalty. Coyle, near circle to Marchand, he centers it, Pasternak shoots, and Markstrom lunges and makes a spectacular glove save. Rudy takes it back to the blue line, but it's checked by Watherspoon, and now we've got a break. Here comes Lauko in alone. He shoots, and Markstrom stretches out his right pad and makes another 10-bell save. Lights freaking out. Yeah, he was incredible last night. Like, he, the <laughs> oh saves God. he was making were just phenomenal. And talk about shaking off that goal that was essentially his fault, the first one. Then he's like, you know what? I'm going to be completely dialed in. You can't even fault him on the second goal. Well, and the Flames did a great job of getting that one right back for him, too. Yeah, they absolutely did. So the um, Flames led 2-1 into the third. Uh, he was... You know you know what really caught my uh, my ear last night? Because um, we actually stayed for the full game, because you and I never stay for the full game. No. We leave after the second period, mm-hmm. and we watch it at home for the third. Um, the ooze. Beat the traffic. Yeah. <laughs> God, beat the traffic. 
the oohs and ahs from the fans with the saves he was making. Oh yeah, that really caught my ear. Less it's like, oh, whoa, like you hear that, like you yeah. hear that throughout the crowd last night at the dome because he's been so fantastic. And he's like, oh, oh, I can't believe he saved that. Unfortunately, this is a veteran team on the Boston side. Yep. No quit early in the third. To Kuzmenko, who takes it behind the Bruins net, tries a wraparound and centers, and Kadri's denied on the doorstep. Boy, Andre Kuzmenko's been dangerous. Here comes Coyle now. Coyle to the backhand. Scores! Yeah. I think it was shortly after that that Kuzmenko got benched as well. Yeah. He played two minutes in the third. Flames did have a little push late in regulation, but they could not get the winner. We had to wait for some wild overtime. Plays the puck to McAvoy. Here come the Bruins. Two on one. Huberto's back. McAvoy in shoots, and Markstrom makes a marvelous glove save. Yeah, he also had one on David Pasternak. Tried to get him to beat him on the old nutmeg wouldn't go and then <laughs> what a winner what a winner here comes Pasternak the other way spins it up the left wing side and shoots and Markstrom makes the save and now we've got a three on one the other way here comes Kadri Kadri in shoots and scores and the sea of red erupts Nazem Kadri the hero in sudden death Overtime! You knew he was shooting that thing the entire way, hey? Uh, I'm, uh, oh yeah. Oh, no, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's what Three on one. Who's got the puck? Oh, yeah. he's shooting it. And by the way, uh, this is something we will, uh, he talk didn't even front. look. I know it was an odd man rush, but I thought Allmark lost his net on that shot. Well, he was not very good yesterday. So we'll, we'll get the thoughts of Frank Cron on that overtime winner by Sloppy. Uh, but. I'm not. I don't think this is a surprise. I don't think this is a hot take. Mm -hmm. uh, that was far and away the most entertaining overtime of the Flame season last night. Yes, I'm going to agree. Out of the gate, Just they've had a couple like the, of good ones, but not no, a lot. The chances and the saves Markstrom was making last night. The two posts. Backlund came down. He rang the crossbar. It was pointed the out Bruins on Twitter. Came down and hit the crossbar. One of the post. keys there was how many times did the goalie stop it and release it immediately. Yes. Allmark did it at least once. Markstrom did it at least once. So that and it led to the play continuing to go either way. There was one instance where you looked at me and you said, "How is that not a whistle?" Yes, that was the right Allmark before one. the right before the Pasternak chance. Yeah, and they, and they came in and he hit the post on that uh, chance. That was the, the one where he tried to go five hole, I think, and Markstrom stopped it. Either way, Whatever. there was a chance. I right couldn't after believe it. the refs didn't blow that dead because he did have it for a long time, mm -hmm. seemingly. But I don't know if I, I like the refs didn't blow it dead. I like that they give you a little bit more grace in overtime. Okay. I'd like to see less stoppages. Play it! Play it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Huska liked the game. I loved our first period. Um, I thought we we stopped skating at times after the first period. Um, so then the second point of it would probably be um, Marky. I guess he made some great saves for us as the game went on. But we also did a good job with our penalty kill tonight. You know, there was situations there where they had three calls in a row where I thought we did a pretty good job killing those off. Yeah, actually should uh, definitely give some love to the PK. It's been pretty solid lately. Boston goes 0 for 3 and had some key opportunities yesterday. Markstrom was a big part of that as well. Again, the PK has been rock solid all season. It's just not the sexiest thing to talk about. No, it really isn't. Next hey, game. hey, did you tune in the Flames game last night to watch that penalty kill? Did you watch Tanev block all those shots? Yeah. God, that looked did like it hurt. Did you see how ba Backlund won that faceoff clean? <laughs> and then they dumped it right down the ice? So sick. Next game Saturday up the road in Edmonton as the Flames battle the Oilers for another episode of the Battle of Alberta and 8 o'clock start on mm. Hockey Night in Canada. Yesterday was a busy night, George. 11 games, including the Ooh. Flames and the Bruins. Canucks and Kraken is where we'll begin. Vancouver trying to break a three-game regulation losing streak, their first of the season. Oh, really? Kraken and Flames tied in points. Vancouver helping the Flames' playoff chances with a win, but ah, the rut continues. To Everly, he'll tap it up top. Dumoulin, right side. Schultz shot. Scores! Justin Schultz, a bomb from just inside the right blue line. Seattle regains the lead. It's 3-2. Who wants to party? Yes, sir. 3-2. Justin Schultz and Jordan Eberle would actually score a minute apart to make it 4-2. They'd get an empty dinner as well. The Kraken win 5-2. That's four losses in a row in mm. regulation, George. Interesting. You know how I'm not a believer in the Canucks. You know I'm not a believer in I, the Jets. I know you're not. And I'm actually not a believer in the Oilers either. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> out like, of left field, another Canadian no, team. Like, again, like again, I'm again, I'm I might look like an idiot, 
which isn't hard because I am an idiot. Hell yeah. But this is, uh, I don't, people are like, oh, best chance you can to win a Stanley Cup. Are you working yeah. for the league? <laughs> I'm a plant. I'm a plant by Gary Bettman. Yeah. Gary's NHL loves those American teams winning the cup. Yeah, like Arizona's dying, but he's got to come to Winnipeg because season ticket sales are yeah. down. Oh, it's no. True. But at the same time, <laughs> Thompson's owned the Jets, and it's like, well, you're okay for money. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, so, uh, you know I don't believe in the Jets yep. in the playoffs. What about the Canucks? That's what I we're talking about right either. now. I really don't. Okay. I don't believe in the Oilers either. I think the Oilers are going to get exposed with their blue line and their goaltending in the playoffs again, unless Stuart Skinner can really win him a couple series. But I think eventually that's going to come to roost in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Again, again, I might look like an idiot, but what did I say? What? I said the Jets and uh-huh. the Canucks will not make it to the Western Conference Finals. Yes. I, I'm on record. Okay. I'm saying that, and I st- I'm, I'm, I'm still sticking beside that. I might look yeah. like an idiot when they both meet in the Western Conference Final, oh, which yeah. is fine. Great. It wouldn't be the first time I was wrong about takes. You good? Yeah, okay, go ahead. All right, Leafs and Golden Knights. Morgan Riley back from his five-game suspension. Club went 5-0 oh while he was away. Kept up their winning ways yesterday. Freed up, and they got some skating room, and it's Matthews. Coming through center. Pontus Holmberg takes the drop pass and closes and scores! Out of the penalty box, Matthews sets up Pontus Holmberg. And the Maple Leafs have restored up four goal lead. Yeah, it was actually credited to Matthews, so he's got 52 on the year. He's one uh, or he's uh, two away from tying Rick Vive for the most all time in Leafs history. It's February 23rd. <laughs> 60 and 60 is real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he really. Well, he's going to break Rick Vive's record again. Yeah. But uh, well, no, yeah. 54, yeah, 54 is the most the uh, Leafs have ever had in a season. No, well, he already he scored that 60. Record. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bad. he'll break it again. Yeah, that's break fine. It again. So. But uh, the again. Buds have won six in a row since Ridley Gregg unleashed that clap bomb into the back of their net. Mm. Sparked their season. A little bit of juice in the building, finally. Again, oh, there's another Canadian team I don't believe in in the playoffs. Mm. Good. Okay, excellent. That's you're, all. You're hitting so all essentially, of them. That's, like I, that's everybody I who's going to be in the playoffs. Who do you believe in? I believe in the Avalanche. Okay. The, See, they're not good right now. One of but the I most believe recent in the champions. Okay. Yeah. I believe Excellent. in the Golden Knights because they know how to win. Once they get healthy, they're a very dangerous team. Okay. Right. The stars are annoyingly good. Yes. With Jay Gottinger, and they've got a deep team that's got a great mix of veterans. And Again, youth. a team that hasn't learned how to win in the playoffs. Well, I, you know who else I don't believe in? Everyone's Stanley Cup picked the Hurricanes. Like, I'm running out of teams who can actually win. Yeah. I don't even know There's what no I got. There's no good teams. How about that? Yeah. Listen, we're uh, we're already pretty late, so I'm going to zip through a few of these. Uh, okay. The Predators beat the Kings 4-1. to Mark Jankowski mm. got the game winner there, the former Flame. Hey, they're red hot after saying no to you two at the Sphere. They Well, they've won back-to-back games. Red okay. hot. Okay. Uh, other... <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's fine. Other team around the Flames are the Blues. They were hosting the Islanders yesterday. Uh, they scored three goals in less than a minute, like 32 seconds apart, and that would essentially be the game. Uh, Pavel Buchnevich had a hat trick into an empty net. 4 nothing. the final Hilarious, score. Hilarious uh, ref soundbite in that game as well. Yes, uh, I actually have that here because there was a challenge that went... Uh, well, listen, there was a challenge. Referee Garrett Ranka gave the call to the home crowd. If he hits it with his stick above his head. They're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No goal. Wow, that's some good uh, description there from <laughs> Garrett Rank. You know what? I like it. Yeah. You're not going to like this. Yeah. They're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No like, goal. There's no, that's some that. good... Uh, Description there from Garrett Ray. Yeah, it like I, I much prefer instead of welcome to the new season, uh, Connor. Welcome to the NHL. This is gonna be great. Like stuff like that is good. Stick it to that instead of some diatribe on the new season while you're about to drop the puck. I like fun. that. You're not gonna like this, but it's no goal. That's fine. It's entertaining. Not like oh Connor, welcome to the NHL. Sid, you're the, you're a legend. Enjoy this 2023-2024 season. Welcome to the new NHL season. It should be electric. <laughs> it should be electric. They're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No. Yeah, see? And then the Blues fans are <laughs> They're getting their knives out because it's Stabby St. Louis. God, you're just making me work know, here. <laughs> Stabby St. Louis. Ah, there you there go. You go. <laughs> well, you're on your game today. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> We're like 
14 minutes later than I'd like to be, but well, that's fine. We fun. talked a lot hey. about the Flames. Hey, top team in the Central. Stars visiting the Senators. They lost 4-1. to one. Right. Josh Norris scored back-to-back goals twice. Thomas Chabot scored from the top of the circle as well. Mm. Um, that's a disappointing couple points to give up if you're Dallas, but sure. whatever. They don't really care. They're going to finish one or two in the Central. Avalanche and Red Wings, this classic rivalry from the late 90s to the mid-2000s oh, when yeah. they played in the Western Ooh. Conference Final, like, Five when the times. The cap didn't exist. And they both yeah. Spent gobs of money on yeah. Um, now they're in different conferences. Detroit looking for a third straight win, trying to tighten their grip on the wild card berth. They have missed for seven years. Are you cheering over the Red Wings to return to the playoffs over the Devils or the Islanders? Oh, you want to see an original six team in there over the Devils or the Islanders? Yes. Although I want to see Patrick Waugh get all crazy in the playoffs. All Avalanche early on. Eventually, Nathan McKinnon would beat Alex Lyon, getting his uh, first goal, getting the first goal of the game. This one would actually end up in overtime, and I really do want to play this call. It's a very good call. Dylan Larkin winding it up. Left circle has mm. an opportunity. Sends it in front. Kate scores! I wanted the TV call. That's the radio call. It's fine. Patrick Kane with a beautiful overtime winner yeah. as uh, the Red Wings do beat the Avalanche by good. a 2-1 score. He looks good. He's looking pretty sharp lately. He, he looked really good in that Flames game. Out East for all Eastern games. Uh, Panthers and the Hurricanes. Andre Svechnikov. Spinorama, beautiful goal. one nothing final. The Hurricanes beat the Panthers. This was an excellent game. This one had a lot of playoff vibes to it. And two teams that might meet in the Eastern Conference Final would not be shocked. Rangers and the Devils. Uh, Devils did not show up at home. They got beat 5-1 by the Rangers. Jack Hughes broke the shutout bid for Igor Shosturkin late in the game. Lightning and Capitals. Uh, Capitals would end up taking a 5-3 win as the Bolts have now lost three in a row. They got to get this thing back on the rails before the Islanders or the Devils wake up. They got lucky tonight. Both those teams lost, so it's not really anything too bad for this Lightning team. Uh, TJ Oshie also got hurt, a non-contact injury. I didn't want to watch it. GVP, I I made GVP watch it. It's not bad. GVP, what did you think? He was was trying to figure out what would happen. It was a confusing video. He just turned and then just kind of just went down in a heap. Was I I asking you? You went down down in a heap. You ended up crawling off the ice. I I, I can't tell if it was a lower body injury or an upper body injury. It was a super confusing video, to be honest. Low impact, so... Or non in, non-contact. Yeah, he was touched. just stopping up on the half wall and then <laughs> like trying to dump it in, and then he went yeah. down shortly after. Anytime you hear non-contact, like you shudder. Oh, and, and said it on the broadcast like, too. He's like non-contact. I don't want to say anything, but it's usually never good. Well, and he had the "I'll be back, Caps fans" tweets, which usually implies like "see you next season." Yeah. What did he have a thumbs up leaving the arena? Thought he was okay. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> He's moving his phalanges. Yeah. Uh, Canadians and Penguins as well. Uh, Canadians just living their best life uh, ahead of the deadline here while the Penguins oh, yeah. are just struggling right now. S- strip it down again. Here. Penguins did win this game by a 4-1 score. Josh though. Anderson actually gets traded this time. Mm. Although he hasn't had a good year. Yeah, I was going to say, well, let me pull up the old He's Josh Anderson. two years left, eh? yeah. Hey, you know, uh, the Flames is like Josh Anderson. They no, did. they wouldn't. They did. They, they did. did. Brad Living like always dreams. Brad Living, I think, living, like, I think they almost got him multiple oh, times. So bad. Oh my God, no! He's three more years left. Yeah, he's dash Get nineteen with seven goals and fifteen yeah. points in fifty-three he games. He skates well. A lot of guys skate well. He's got size. <laughs> I have no interest. Okay, no interest. That's pretty much it for the NHL tonight. Oilers host the Wild at seven. They'll be the second half of a back-to-back Saturday when the Flames head to Edmonton to play them. 7 o'clock start this evening. Uh, earlier, the Sabres will face the Blue Jackets. You can watch that on Sportsnet Ontario <laughs> and East. Nobody's going to be there. If you want to. <laughs> the Jets also battle Bedard and the Blackhawks at 6.30. Down in Dunedin, the Jays are preparing for their first Spring League games this weekend. Saturday, across the Sportsnet Television Network, Ricky Tiedemann will get the start hey. as the Jays play the Phillies just after 11. They'll also play the Phillies Saturday and have a split squads match with the Yankees. On Sunday, yesterday, a lot of the conversation re- re- revolved mm. around George Springer. John Schneider, do you still like him atop the lineup? Yeah, yeah, he'll be there for sure. Um, and then how we line it up after that, you know, it's nice to have some options and, you know, don't want to change it too much, especially at the top. But um, he's obviously been doing that for quite a while um, at quite a high level. So, yeah, we'll stick with that. Yeah, so there, that's good. He'll be at the top of the lineup to start. Hey, George Springer, how will this team be different this year? Uh, we're going to find out. I mean, you can't really put 
an answer on that. I think, you know, I just think guys are older now. You're more experienced. You, you kind of understand how to navigate certain situations, certain games, certain days. So, you know, I expect a, a, a team that will be hungry and, and, you know, to, to go out and, you know, play the game hard. What do you want to see from Springer this year? Uh, health, number one. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe a little less time in the outfield. Keep him a little fresher. It's going to be hard filling all these DH there's, spots. There's no outfield depth on this team right now. You hope Babe Schneider can step up, maybe play an outfield role. There's Nathan Lucas is like the fourth outfielder right now. Cripes. But there's also still time here in spring training to mm-hmm. add a, a, a oh, body or two, right? Like, there's still a ton of big free agents even out there still. Mm-hmm. Well, the Boris four. Yeah. Yeah, you know who can play the outfield for the Jays? Cody Bellinger. He sure could. Hey, Raptors had their first game back from the All-Star break, took on the Brooklyn Nets. How'd this one go, GVP? Uh, Raptors snapped an 11-game losing streak against Atlantic Division opponents, beating the Nets last night, 121-93, the final. Uh, Scotty Barnes had a double-double with 18 points and 12 boards. Quickly had 24, Gary Trent had uh, 25, RJ Barrett only at 12, but he put up a season-high seven assists. Uh, good start for the Raps coming out of the break here. They'll do it again, 5.30 tonight. Check it out on Sportsnet 1 against the Atlanta Hawks. There you go. How about that? After that, you can catch the Hornets and the Warriors, also on Sportsnet 1. Hmm. Was Charlotte good this year? I have no... No, they stand. Okay, okay it's never been. Bad, bad, That's bad, not bad, going to be a good game then. Yeah. Hey, at the uh, Mexico Open down at Vedanta in Vallarta, mm. the South African Eric Van Ruin. Royan. Royan? Yeah. South African. Yeah. South African. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, Eric Van, Van Royan. Yeah. Eight under in his first round. Wow. So he is the clubhouse leader. Sammy Valamaki, the Finn, right behind him. UC's t- brother? I. You know what? We'll say yes. Okay. Without fact checking that or doing any research, sure. yeah, we're going to go well, with I it. I nailed the Kuntar thing yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Stuart McDonald, who had the worst odds out of any Canadian, actually, your Related? top Canuck. No. At no. two under. Damn of course, it. Of course not. Are you Sammy's from Nokia, Finland. Oh. Hmm. Like the phone? Home of Nokia. No way. Yeah. Also, who still the- has a Nokia. Mm. Yeah. You have a Nokia? Did grandma have one? No. What? No. Uh, on the LPGA at the Honda Thailand event, mm. Brooke Henderson had a really good round, a bogey-free five mm. under. So she was uh, three strokes off the lead. You know what? Um, I'm actually really looking forward to the Canadian Women's Open being played here. It'll be great this year. Ah. Brooke Henderson will be here. That's that's not too far away. That's, that's a good point by you. Yeah. We should probably start looking into some guests. Yeah. Get some homies Brooke on. on. Yeah. Get sure, yeah. Star. Get her in studio. There Lance you go. Sharp. Wranglers are on the road this weekend. They take on the Manitoba Moose tonight. Six o'clock puck drop. Also play them Saturday night at five o'clock. Wranglers points in four straight games have built a nice little gap for themselves inside the playoff playoffs. They're fourth right now. Uh, top seven make the playoffs. First seed, first seed gets a bye. They're eight points back of that first seed. The Coachella Valley Firebirds, a little closer to home. The Calgary Hitmen, a couple of big games this weekend. Tonight, they welcome the recently relocated Wenatchee Wild, formerly playing out of Winnipeg as the Wild, and then in Kootenai before that. Not the same club that went to the WHL Finals and lost last year, traded away a lot of that talent. Calgary, two points out of a playoff spot with just over a dozen games to go in the season. They'll also host Lethbridge Sunday afternoon for a Sunday fun day. Calgary Roughnecks take over the Dome Saturday night. It is the rough house between the Hitman games. They'll be hosting the Philadelphia Wings. Come for the party, stay for the game. We got two pairs of tickets to give away. George, what is the text topic oh, okay. for um, our tickets that we're going to give away later in the show? Uh, how about we do it after the break? You know what? We can do it after the break. Let me just... Good night. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, I'm like a dog. I can't read the thing until I hear that. It's like the, the bell the rings. Pavlov's and I guess, bell. Yeah, Pavlov's bell. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Rose Report is brought to you by Motorworks. If you want a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then they'll beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Straight ahead. How do the Flames play? Tactically, what does that look like? So you can tell your buddies, hey, the Flames play this way. Yeah, you can look like a big smart. Yeah, big smarty pants. Jack Han, hockey consultant, author of Hockey Tactics 2024, going to join us next. Big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.